0: gonna need a bigger boat oh what a day what a lovely day
1: i'm having an old friend
0: dinner you are
1: a toy oh, she wouldn't even harm a fly you can't handle the truth i'll be back.
0: english motherfucker do you speak it just keep swimming just keep swimming just keep swimming
1: swimming swimming Welcome back everybody to this the final blind spot bonus of the Cinematic Blind Spots podcast. I'm Adam and I'm Josh. And this is it. Everything from the last year has been leading up to this moment. Yeah. I guess if you want to call it that. I don't know if that's a good achievement or not. Um, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, hell, just the fact that we even took the took the initiative to start a podcast. Exactly. You know, we and we've had some great times while doing. I think that Troll Two interview was probably the highlight for me. Yeah, getting
0: that interview up, yeah. That was, yeah, that was pretty special. That was
1: really cool. We did have another cool interview that was that was um, um, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and that was another one where I fucked up in the technical department, so you guys didn't see that. (sighs) (sighs) Something about Mortal Kombat, man. I'm just that 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 movie just was not going to happen for us.
0: (laughs) Apparently not. Some audio problems. Yeah, some
1: audio and some user errors. Uh, But today we've actually got kind of a double Double blind spot bonus, a double dose for you. We're counting down, first we are counting down the top five films that we were most eager to share with each other. And then we are going to be counting down our top five favorite blind spots from this year. So, first starting off with the ones that we were the most eager to share Josh, what was the number five movie that you were the most eager to share with me when we started this podcast?
0: Finding out that you really didn't have any experience with Jean-Claude Van Damme and that I got <laughs> to show you Bloodsport. I think
1: I'd seen one Van Damme movie before we started. I think that was... Was it The Expendables 2 where he was the bad guy? I think it... Yeah, because yeah, Mel Gibson was the bad guy in the third one.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, just... Being a, not having seen Bloodsport you still haven't seen Kickboxer so I'm gonna just have to tell you to watch Kickboxer uh-huh. but yeah I, I'm not gonna recommend Street Fighter
1: no because I wouldn't want. watch <laughs> Street Fighter <laughs> That's one of those movies, that's that's, a, that's one of those video game movies that uh, I think was just plain bad. It wasn't so bad, it was good, it was just bad. That's one of those ones that if that
0: was your one movie you got to watch that week, you'd be pretty angry. I
1: probably would be.
0: <laughs> but no, Bloodsport I think was good. I think you enjoyed it.
1: I did enjoy it because it was just, you know, cheesy 80s kung fu action and cheesy 80s acting and Jean-Claude Van Damme's bad French accent. I mean, I guess he can't say bad French accent because that's his
0: actual accent, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I think the kid that did the French accent in that that extremely long flashback. yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. And you had the the added bonus of it being a real fake story. (laughs) A real fake story,
1: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Bloodsport was a good one. I did enjoy that. So my number five was one that I didn't even know if you've heard of or not. um, And that was Hit and Run. As you know me, I'm a car guy. I love cars, I love car chases, I love comedy, so a movie that so expertly incorporates the two, really I was like, Josh, you've gotta see this. You've gotta see this. And not just for the lemon party either. <laughs> not just for that part. I, I would have I wish I could have been in the room with you when you saw that. I just would have loved to have seen your reaction.
0: If it was anything like mine, it would have been like, oh, God. Well, you were you were close because I remember sending you a picture saying, this is what you had me watching. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do remember that now. I remember but, yeah, that. I hadn't heard of that. I had not seen it. Uh, yeah, that made my list last year on the blind spot. That was That's, good right. That's right. That's yeah. right. It did. It did. Uh, actually, off topic, but kind of on topic. Have you heard the news about Dax Shepard? He actually just recently got into a big car accident. No,
1: I didn't. Is he okay?
0: He, uh, he's pretty busted up. I know he's got some broken ribs. I can't remember what else. Yeah. It's
1: was it the Lincoln? Please don't, don't tell me it was the Lincoln. <laughs> well, Dak Shepard, we wish you a speedy recovery, and I hope your car... I hope you. I hope it wasn't
0: the Lincoln you crashed. Broken ribs, and uh, I know his shoulder is pretty much torn off, because Kristen Bell actually shared the x-ray of his shoulder. Ooh. And it, was, it looked pretty rough. Poor Kristen.
1: Again, off topic, Um, like years ago, like in 2010, I saw a, a YouTube video someone had made that was like a parody um, movie trailer, and it was Kristen Bell and Christian Bale, and the, and the voice of the, the the trailer voice just kept saying Christian Bale and Christian Bale, Christian Bale and Christian Bale, and it, until like you couldn't tell which name he was saying at the time. I may have to see if I can find that, but every time I hear Kristen Bell, that's what I think of Christian Bale. And Christian Bale. <laughs> uh, I'm not
0: saying that, but that is pretty great. All right, you're number four. Yes, number four. Knowing that I'm the horror guy. Mm-hmm. And March and St. Patrick's Day was coming, and I finally got to show you Leprechaun. Oh, I know where this
1: is going, boy (laughs) Oh, Exactly. I just love the sunshine and the sound of gold coins in the air. That was one of my lines from that (laughs) Leprechaun game I did.
0: I was going to say, yeah, if you don't recognize that, go download the mobile game. That is actually Adam's voice on the game. Yep, yep. I was the Leprechaun
1: in the Leprechaun Forest update for uh, the game Hit It Rich. It's a slot machine game. You can find it on Google Play and on Apple, Apple um, App Store. And there's like, there's now three that have my voice in it. So if you ever want to hear my voice acting, I guess you got to find out, you got to try and figure out which one is me, which I, I'm not going to expect everybody. There's like a thousand of those or, or a hundred, bunch of those, those different, different games within games. Anyways, moving on. My number four. Now you're going to see a theme with the rest of my list. Because you know me, I love animation. I love cartoons of all kinds. And I know you weren't really, especially not into anime, like Japanese animation. Right. I knew you weren't into that. So that's why I was actually really excited to show you Summer Wars, finally. There were a couple of movies from that same director. One was Summer Wars, and the other one was called um, Wolf Children. Um, I wanted to show you Wolf Children eventually, but we couldn't couldn't get to that one in time. But um, I just love, like how i guess timely that even though that movie came out in 2010 today that movie the the, the storyline is still very timely it is a beautiful movie it's got beautiful animation you know two you know it's like two different styles of animation it's almost like two movies in one because you know whenever they're out whenever they're in the real world they look they look like real people and then when they're in oz they look like their avatar so right. yeah and you were right in the review kind of had a had a um a ready player one vibe yes. to it almost so I know, and I know that was not one that you would normally go out of your way to watch. So I'm like, damn it, I'm going to make him watch this one. Yeah, you're right. I would
0: have <laughs> never, I I had not heard of that. I I had,
1: but ha, have any of your experiences while doing this podcast opened your mind a little bit more to anime? Yeah, a little bit. A
0: little bit? I think so. Okay. Okay. It's, and Well, I'll comment on, I know one of your later ones coming. I know it's coming. Okay. So. My number three led to one of our, I think, most interesting experiences and that was the big interview we did because I introduced you to Troll 2 and man am I glad you introduced me to that one that was one that I had known
1: of I'd known of it for years because of the internet and I knew it was supposedly really bad but I had no desire to watch it really and then because I mean there have been a lot of like b-movies that you have introduced me to that have kind of given me a new appreciation for b-movies and Troll 2 is Probably the best one I've ever seen. Like, I could not believe it. I watched Watch Mojo did a list of top 20 greatest B-movies. And Troll 2 wasn't on the list. I was like, are you kidding me? How are you going to forget Troll 2?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing was on that list. I'm like, how is that a (laughs) B-movie? But whatever. I wasn't the one who made the list. But no, I thoroughly enjoyed Troll 2. I everybody who everybody who I get who I know now who has not seen that movie I want to introduce them to it just because it is so wonderfully horrible it really is the best worst movie and it'd be a great uh, group viewing movie oh yeah like I, I know in the interview they talked about like drinking games <laughs> Right. Exactly. That, that might be a little dangerous but uh, <laughs> you know drink every time somebody says a bad line Oh gee. No, <laughs> don't do that I mean, you, you would have you'd be dead of alcohol poisoning before yes. the movie was halfway <laughs> <in> over
0: danger <laughs> <laughs>
1: So moving on to my number three. As again, you're gonna see a theme with the rest of my list. Again, because I love anime and you don't, I wanted you to see your name. Because I wanted you, I wanted to see how you would react, not knowing anything what this movie was about. Right. See, <laughs> see, I at least knew going into it that it was about, you know, body swapping, like Freaky Friday kind of stuff, but I did not know the twist that was coming. I did not know the rest of it.
0: But you know, I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, you didn't know anything. <laughs> you were going in completely blind. That's what I was most excited to see. Yeah. And I was really proud of you for watching it in Japanese. Yeah. Oh you, no, you, I definitely you, will do that. You did the hard thing and you I mean, even though the English dub for that movie is fine, um
0: you yeah, you did the hard thing and watched it in Japanese while taking notes. Um And and, and that's the one that I think, like you said, give me an appreciation, because I'm actually interested in watching the weathering with you on my own
1: yeah without having
0: to do it for the show
1: right (laughs) um makoto shinkai this is his i think his third movie or it's it's his second really big one i don't know if i knew who he was before your name came out but yeah weathering with you the story is not as good as as your name but it is every bit if not more beautiful again because in this movie i said this when we talked about ghosts but in this movie in, in weathering with you i can look at it and say i've been there i have stood in that exact spot where that character is standing i love i just love doing that kind of stuff i love being able to say that
0: so on to your number two my number two was probably the first movie i said that i was going to show you and that was also in march i did a warwick davis double feature and it was willow ah, a yeah. fantasy adventure movie i mean, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I was
1: very surprised. With I was very surprised at at, the, at, at what passed for PG yes. in 1987?
0: Yes. Was it? I think 88. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere in that range yeah. either
1: way. I, I was surprised with what got away what 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 they got away with with a PG rating. But um but yeah, I mean, perfectly fun, I'd say underrated um fantasy movie. I still I I think it's bullshit that like Warwick Davis's name was not even like on the on the cover or on the poster right it was just val kilmer and um
0: joanne wally yeah, I think, yeah yeah, then, yeah
1: and um but yeah i mean he was a main character why was his name not on the on, on the poster he's willow he's willow <laughs> yeah he's a freaking title character um yeah that one had some great had some great lines had some great moments in it um so on to what we're on to number two now right yes again I wanted you to see this one just to see what your reaction was because I I knew you whenever I went to go see it and I told you you needed to go see it but you never did until we started doing this and it was one of the first movies I introduced you to on this podcast and that was Anomalisa.
0: Yes, you drove what, an hour and a half? It was was
1: about an hour and a half to to, go see this movie? Yeah, because the only place within 250 miles of us that was showing this movie was some little artistic, you know, theater up in Asheville, yeah, and that was the only place I could go see it in theaters. I was like, "What
0: the hell? I'm going to drive up there and see it." <laughs> yeah, it's not—it's not often I'm taking that drive, especially for a movie I know nothing about. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, eh. but yeah, it,
1: it it was interesting. It was very interesting. I mean, it was one beautifully made. <laughs> oh yeah, um, amazing story and amazing storytelling. And just, you know, you would not expect something like this from an animated film. I still see people online saying shit like, yo, if you're over the age
0: of 15 and you're watching cartoons, you're a loser. I'm like, you have no fucking idea. No, this movie is not made for kids at uh, all. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, or, or like, goodness. you know,
1: I saw on Twitter just the other day, someone was like, oh, somebody I, I know is saying, oh, cartoons are for kids. And I was like, you should show them anything by Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who doesn't know Ralph Bakshi brought us movies like uh, Fritz the Cat and Coonskin which I wanted us to do an episode on but I just couldn't bring myself to do it uh, we're too white to talk about that movie that would be rough yeah that would be rough that would be <laughs> have been very very uncomfortable <laughs> yes um, so yeah Anomalisa I thought was is one of those and actually I remember when it came out I think it came out on the same day it came out on Blu-ray I think on the same day as Zootopia so I walked out of I walked out of uh of Best Buy with Anomalisa and Zootopia on Blu-ray. It's like two different spectrums,
0: two different ends of the animation spectrum. Exactly. So saying above kids doesn't work out when you have those two. No, no, not at all. All right.
1: So your number one, what was the movie you were most excited to introduce me to?
0: I don't think this comes to no surprise. The absolute Halloween classic that I couldn't believe you hadn't seen growing up. Hocus pocus. I mean, that's been a
1: staple in my house for
0: years. So. Well,
1: I think it's going to be a staple in my house now because it it was one of the most fun Halloween movies, Halloween family movies. You know, right, not exactly. Not, I'm am looking at my little Sam action figure <laughs> up on my. You know, Trick or Treat was great, but it's not at all for kids. No, this movie has something for everyone, and you know, for and God, Bette Midler was a treasure in that movie. She was an absolute treasure, and I don't know if I've ever said that about Bette Midler before. <laughs> Nothing wrong with her. She just doesn't do my kind of movies, really. Um, oh, you didn't love Beaches? I've never seen Beaches. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never seen Beaches. I've seen it once. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about.
0: People on the beach. People on the beach.
1: So, like, like, there's never been a movie about that before.
0: <laughs> no, there's a lot more to it than <laughs> but that. But
1: yeah, I really enjoyed Hocus Pocus. I'm glad you introduced me to that one. So, my number one, again, Anime. This is one of my favorite movies, probably one of my favorite anime movies ever, and I watch it every Christmas. Tokyo Godfathers. Again, another one of these movies that proves that just because it's a cartoon does not mean it's for kids. There are so many elements of humanity in this film, so many characters that are just broken and you know looking for some kind of redemption, all three of them together and they all find it in the quest for helping to return this abandoned baby girl to her parents. Um, it is, it is funny. It is dark. It is heartwarming all at one time. And I absolutely love it for that. It is my favorite Satoshi Kon movie, although I still recommend that you see, um, perfect blue. Okay. Um, since, since you, since we've seen, um, well, we you've seen Black Swan now, haven't you? Yes. Okay, I still have not seen Black Swan. I need to I need to watch Black Swan and go back and watch Perfect Blue, but um, yeah, easily my favorite Satoshi Kon movie. Unfortunately, he is passed. He passed away back in like 2010, but um, yeah, that was the movie I was the most excited to introduce you to.
0: Hmm, and I actually thought your name was going to be at the top of this list. No, when, no, when it was said, on there.
1: I know when it, it was story, on there, I was
0: like, huh, now I don't know where it's going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, knowing me, you mean. Guys, if you guys could see the inside of my office where we are talking right now. It doesn't look like an office. It looks like a it, I, I some guys have a a man cave. I have a nerd lair. <laughs> You know, there You go. I, I don't have a house that's I don't have a room that's decorated in sports memorabilia or any of that shit because I couldn't care less. I've got, you know, everything from Transformers to my collection of Harley Quinn memorabilia to my collection of horror movie characters to my collection of anime girl band figures anime right anime behind girl? me. I have the anyone who knows anime. I have the entire band from K-On. On, 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 sitting on top of my guitar amp and has a bunch of guitars hanging on the wall. Yeah. All my guitars on the wall. Yep. You, you could you could probably do a pretty good psych profile of me just by walking in this room Be like
0: this guy has got some issues <laughs> <laughs> or this guy is awesome or this guy is awesome <laughs>
1: depending on depending on what you think uh I'm, I'm always like god if i have you know my next girlfriend if i bring her over to my house what the hell is she gonna think you know, <laughs> i don't know uh so now moving on to our top
0: five favorite blind spots from this year Number five. Take it away, Josh. Well, before I get into number five, let me just give a quick honorable mention because last year, if you remember, we recorded a whole bunch of episodes to end the year mm-hmm. very quickly because we we get busy in December mm-hmm. with out-of-town stuff, and I just watched it and didn't have time to process it well enough, and I want to make sure I give an honorable mention to The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, really? Yes. <clears throat> Did you watch that one with the family? I have not watched it with the family. I okay. need to watch it with I can't take notes and do that with the family. Yeah, yeah. That I doesn't that. that doesn't work. Yeah. And we need to go and watch it together because I think the I hope the kids are gonna like it. I don't know if they're quite to that stage. I don't they don't do a lot of Muppets. Mm-hmm they do like christmas movies they do like other stuff so i, th- I think I eventually they'll enjoy it well if they like scary
1: stuff i know they're gonna like the ghost of christmas pre- future right he yes. was freaky yes he was he was
0: <laughs> but yeah i want to make sure i gave that one a shout out because it was good and now that i can think back on it i do i am happy that you showed that one really? exactly was that was a good that that makes me happy to know that so going to my actual number five i think this one was, I guess, what we would call a double blind spot, because I think you used it as a reason to finally watch it, and that was I Am Mother on Netflix. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was pretty good. You I, know?
1: I thought so, too. I thought it was really good. Um, an absolutely fascinating concept of, you know, a robot with motherly instincts. Exactly. And, yeah, so I'm just very surprised that that one made it on your list. I didn't think it had left that big of an impression on you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really cool movie. I love the, I love the, I, the design of the robot i thought was really cool and whenever you pointed out that she was supposed to look like gladys from portal i i found that even more more <laughs> <Right>. endearing absolutely because <laughs> i loved portal and portal 2 those are both great games um <clears throat> well that's good i'm glad i made your list so my number five was a movie again that i had heard so many times you know oh this is one of the most uncomfortable movies you'll ever watch a movie you probably can never watch again and after i'm watching them, i'm like I could probably watch that again, you know. If some if I'm with somebody who hasn't seen it and they want to see it, I'm like, sure, I'll watch it again. I mean, it's not like trying to get me to watch kids again, which I think I would rather gargle razor blades. To say yeah, I think um, that one's more uncomfortable. That was probably that was probably one of the most uncomfortable movies I have ever seen
0: at, at this age. At yeah. this age, I, yeah. The first time I saw it, I was around that age, a little bit younger than them, mm-hmm. so actually, it it wasn't as hard to digest. Right.
1: <laughs> well, my number five is Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream. I. Was genuinely impressed with how much I enjoyed this movie, the 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 different characters and their different places in life, and watching them through the seasons, like the, like it said, you know, started in spring and then right. summer, fall and winter, um, it was just really a fascinating story, and some powerhouse acting from everybody involved, absolute mind blowing acting jobs from everyone, so yeah, Requiem for a Dream, my number five.
0: My number 4 when we were hitting our superhero movies. Ah. Woody Harrelson as The <laughs> Really? Really? I had seen Super, so uh-huh, I couldn't yeah. put that on. Yeah, yet. I I w- I did not see that one coming. You you <laughs> really enjoyed that movie that yeah, much? Yeah, it was I mean, it was good. Yeah, okay. it was good.
1: It was good. It was good. And and like I said, the only the only thing that to me that kept it from being great really was the whole thing of him being he's not just some idiot trying to be a superhero like Super was, he's like a, you know, mentally challenged uh, uh, autistic or yeah. or some or something you know person who thinks he is a superhero he thinks
0: he's a superhero so that, and
1: that made it a little uncomfortable to watch at parts but still good movie
0: yeah and made it I think a little more realistic because that person probably would think that they would, yeah. that's how they would think which like you said at least the uncomfortableness but yeah and the fact that they were willing to kill him off in the end. i You said you saw that coming. I i, I didn't think they would do it. I, sometimes I can tell when a movie
1: is going to pull your heartstrings at the end. When they're going to do something to make you go, oh, No! You <laughs> no know? Okay. Sometimes I can tell when something like that's about to happen um like actually i was just watching castle rock and in season one something happens where you think it's something else and i'm just sitting there going nope it's some it's that other thing <laughs> and i was right oh wow there you go <laughs> i just finished season one now i gotta fin- now i gotta watch season two thank you um to um, fiery pin christina, <laughs> christina Bergling. Bergling. thank you for recommending that i am really enjoying it um so moving on to my number four i'm not sure i'd ever even heard of this movie before i met you before we started talking about it and just the the very concept of the movie left me going, holy hell, what 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 are we watching here? And then the fact that they made a gore cut of it. A PG-13 movie with a gore cut. Like, they don't even call it, like, the unrated cut or the director's cut. They're just flat out open with you. This is the gory version of this movie. Because so many times I watch, like, director's cuts of movies, and at the end I'm going... What was different about it? I don't I didn't see anything different from the from the original right. version. I hadn't even seen the original version of this. I've not either. But this is Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> this movie was so utterly absurd. Yes. It was wonderful. It I was. loved it. You know, the idea of uh, I almost said Brian Connor. <laughs> the, <laughs> Paul Walker. The, the idea of Paul Walker's brain being in a
0: mechanical T-Rex was just wonderful <laughs> i loved everything about this movie and then having an alcohol poured on it and getting off to a girl uncomfortably lingerie. yes
1: yes that, that
0: yeah like like pouring alcohol directly on a human brain
1: would not melt it's it it's fine he's he he's fine he's my science
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on to your number three all right, number three now this one i think might actually shock you you discovered it and immediately we're like we're doing an episode on this yeah, rock and roll. Rick, yeah, yes. I, <laughs> I was not. I did I not see that coming. I didn't think you would, but yeah, I think this one was enjoyable with the rock that goes with it. Uh-huh. With the, it's got some horror undertones with it, definitely. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think overall this one was really good. I'm, that makes me so
1: freaking happy. Um, and that one by the way if you're listening that one is also on Amazon Prime so if you want to experience rock and rule for yourself and you're an Amazon Prime member go do that now um, I, I did not see that coming I'm so glad you enjoyed that movie yeah, that much it, it,
0: was, it, was, it was a fun time uh,
1: again I did not know that movie existed a week before we made that episode but after I saw it I'm like we're doing an episode on this you
0: did an episode <laughs> you tracked down the I DVD tracked down comic. the collector's
1: edition DVD and bought it for probably more than I should have but uh, hey I wanted it
0: wanted it and you got it
1: yeah overall that was pretty good i I was really amazed like the the animation was so cool like there were some there was actually a part of that movie that i thought was computer animated but it wasn't um the scene at the beginning where um stretch is playing that arcade game it looks like it's computer animated but it actually isn't Hmm. i thought that was really cool i mean i I watched i i actually watched the movie with the with the commentary on and that is something i almost never do i don't listen to commentary very much so moving on to my number three this was a movie. I think the episode was my idea, but it was my blind spot. It was one that I had not seen. Oh yeah, um, and that is the amazing indie film Turbo Kid. I could not believe I had waited that long to see this movie because it was incredible. Every you know, made on a sixty thousand dollar budget. Again, this was. I mean, this was not quite to the to the to the uh, to the level of like dollhouse or um we are the missing. we are the missing but these people said hey let's make a movie yep. sixty thousand dollars. let let's do it and I, I was blown away by how much i loved it apple god i love yeah. apple and i'm not talking to you i'm not talking to you siri shut up um <laughs> i loved apple so much she's just like the best little robot character ever yes, she's amazing fantastic yes um and, and the level of gore in that movie was like just shocking yeah you would not expect a movie with that playful of an aesthetic almost to be that
0: gory but yeah. i loved it it goes i think that's why it helps it because it goes so over the top mm-hmm. that it can get away with it yeah yeah, yeah it
1: was like yeah it, what i love is yeah, movies that go so over the top movies like brain dead right. or dead alive depending on where yeah. you were the depending on where it was released where you live at um movies that go so over the top that you're not even like shocked by the gore anymore you're just like (laughs) that guy's head just exploded you know (laughs) and and, yes and like i couldn't even my my ex i could not even get her to watch something like that she could not handle the slightest bit of blood right and like i couldn't even get her to watch something that was comically gory right that um yeah turbo kid thoroughly enjoyed it so moving on to your number two
0: my number two is probably going to be the movie that gets the most watches after all this is done, because it is one I will watch with the kids. It's one the kids watched and loved, and that is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it is It is a good, it's a fun time. I Yeah, well, you, you heard me gush
1: about it in, in the review. Um, gotta go fast! Gotta go fast! You know, you have so many <laughs> so many great, especially if you're like us and you grew up playing these games, right. to see it treated so well in a movie, which we, I mean, we have seen some bad video game movies. Yep over the years like like we talked about in you know, Street Fighter I'm 2 the movie at you Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you Super Mario Brothers even though if you if you treat that movie like it's its own entity it's not that bad but as a as a Mario movie if i had seen that when i was a kid i'd been like what the hell is this but Sonic the Hedgehog was Sonic the Hedgehog pure unadulterated Sonic the Hedgehog
0: yep and they were able to add in a good enough story to make it work
1: yeah and then of course you know the amazing performance by Jim Carrey the, I mean, 90s Jim Carrey lives again. And I'm, yes. I, I'm psyched for whatever he does as, as Robotnik in the future. Because like I said in the review, when I first heard that Jim Carrey was going to be Dr. Robotnik, I was like, what? Seriously? But no, I I love everything about him. I love everything about that movie. Except mm. Sonic flossing. I could have done without that.
0: The dance, yeah, not the da- flossing. Yeah, the dance. Every-
1: <laughs> Fortnite, because Fortnite, because little kids are watching
0: this and because Fortnite... Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. No, oh, I agree. Cause I'll tell the kids, all right, go floss and they'll just start doing the dance. <laughs> Serious. Yes. That happens. That happens when you have kids. Yes.
1: Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. If I was around and your kids did that, I'd probably pee myself. <laughs> I'd probably just, I'd probably just pass out from laughter.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff they do that would probably make you do that. <laughs> when you have a three-year-old come up to you and say, I have a surprise for you. And they turn around and say, I pooped in my pants. <laughs> Yeah, that happens too.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, you're making me feel really bad about not having kids right now. Uh, The worst thing I have to worry about is cleaning up cat puke. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay, moving on to my number two. This was a movie that I remembered seeing trailers for when it came out and was not really interested in it. Was kind of, but didn't see it because I used to not have a taste for R-rated comedies. Um... And now I do, obviously. You know, ten years later, um, even a longer than that. But that is knocked up. That was, I think, the first movie we talked about. Was it the first we talked about in the in the month of no- uh, February? Well, we wish it was. Oh but no, that was a walk in a the clouds. Walk, yeah, walk in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have done a top five worst blind spots, ones we hated the most.
0: <laughs> that oh. would have been a very
1: long list. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, knocked up. I was amazed at how crude and dumb the humor could be, but also how how complex the characters were. You know, watching Seth Rogen's transformation from just oh, this dumb stoner guy to being a guy who wants to be responsible. He wants to grow up. He wants to take care of this woman and this child that he has created. I absolutely love that. Yeah, you- My favorite, probably my favorite part of the movie is where he's laying in bed reading what to expect when you're expecting and all his friends call him like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just a... Uh, Drinking a beer and smoking a joint while looking at what to expect when you're expecting. I laughed so hard when I saw it. But yeah, great movie. Great movie and makes me love anything that's got Judd Apatow's name attached to it. I still haven't seen King of Staten Island, though, yet. I haven't either. Not yet, no. Yeah. So, moving on. Number one.
0: Uh, number one is actually Apatow produced, I think. The true story. The true love story. The big sick. Oh, yeah. that makes
1: me so happy. Man, yeah, that
0: movie had a lot of heart. I need to sit down and show it to the wife because I know she's gonna love it. She when would, she oh, watches it, yes. But yeah, that movie, I was impressed. I I was impressed too. Like I remember going to see it and thinking, I don't know what
1: this movie's gonna be like. But my my, my best friend Jonathan, he had he had uh, he had a recommended it to me. I was like, okay, fine, I'll go see it, and absolutely loved it. Was blown away by how much I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Molly, um sorry holly hunter holly hunter was just the best mom character i think i've ever seen in a movie in that <laughs> yeah. and, and again watching her transformation of who the fuck are you and why are you around my daughter to being i hope i see you again yeah, right i love that i love it so much and for that to have been a based on a true story of kumail nanjani and his wife was just amazing so moving on to my number one favorite blind spot of this year I know we've already, I think we've already talked about it once this episode, maybe, or not episode, uh, the, the last episode we did. The best worst movie ever made. Probably the most fun I think I have ever had recording an episode for this podcast. Troll 2.
0: Yay!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're happy about that one. Yeah, just utterly mind-blowing and how a movie that bad can be that good. Can be that much fun. And then that, plus the added bonus, the added experience of actually getting to talk to some of the films, talk to some of the people from the film. Right. It's just so cool. Yeah. So much fun. And really what this podcast is all about is getting people to watch stuff that they would not normally watch. And yeah, Exactly. That, yeah. So and I think
0: we've accomplished that a lot. We
1: right? have accomplished a lot of that because there have been plenty of movies that I probably never would have touched and I know there have been movies you yeah, would never have touched. Exactly. For you for you to say that you enjoyed uh, your name as much as, as much as you did, I consider this whole thing worth it.
0: Yeah, hey, you brought it <laughs> up the other night and I remembered the character's name when you didn't. That's right, you did. Yes. I actually, yeah, I enjoyed it, so. All right. Well, folks, that is it
1: for the Cinematic Blind Spots podcast. This is us signing off for the last time. Again, I know we, we, don't, we probably don't say this enough, but we love and appreciate every single one of our listeners, wherever you may be listening. We've had, the, we've had the, the pleasure of interacting with some of you, and just this has been an amazing experience. Wish it didn't have to end, but unfortunately right now, just the way things are, it, my life would be a lot easier if I wasn't worrying about running a podcast. Right. So I know Josh feels the same. But for the very last time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And always remember, whether you are in your car or in your theater, be sure and check your blind spots. You guys take care.